Hello, once again, I'm Mitch the Sales Bitch, here to tell you a few things about employee number one, the Industrial Accident Podcast. We have a website. That's right. We actually have a real true-to-life website. The thing is, we don't own it. Some guy that can actually afford to have a website owns it. Yeah, we don't have control over it. But you can go check it out. It's employee number one. Dot com? Is that it, Justin? You, you want to... You wrote things down, didn't you? Well, not the. I didn't write down the damn podcast, the oh. website. Oh. I got everything for fucking Facebook oh, and Instagram Christ. and We've Patreon. We've been taking notes like. Yeah, well, fuck. It's all shorthand too. I'm okay. not going to read this. <laughs> okay, this is all one word. Are you ready? Yes. Employee number one spelled out. Employee number one dot com. No special characters. No oh, numerals. Yeah. These are all letters. Employee number one. Are we still recording? Because I don't have to write that down, right? You don't have to write it down. No, okay. I, got, I got you. Covered it? I, I got you, boo. that. All right. Thank you. And if that doesn't work for you, you can hit us up on Facebook. We are employee space number sign space. No space. No space. One, because there's been some confusion finding us on Facebook. So you go space dash space the Space, industrial, space, accident, space, podcast. Is there a space after podcast? No, that's it. And that's on Facebook. Well, you, you hit enter after that. Yeah. And you'll be right there. And if you guys go on there, you can uh, hit us up for, we have mugs, t-shirts, everything like that. Just hit us up on the quantity you want. We'll hit you up with some prices. The more you buy, the cheaper they get. For real. <laughs> 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 yeah. We're also on Instagram. You can find us on Employee One Podcast. And it's the number one, not O-N-E. So. Yeah, Employee and then the numeral one. That looks like a lowercase L. But don't type a lowercase L because that's a letter, not a number. Right. We're going to make fun of you. Employee One. That's on Instagram. And also, for those of you that are feeling really giddy, you can hit us up on Patreon.com. It's Employee One. Oh, it's patreon.com backslash employee one. No, it's patreon.com forward slash employee one. Well, I'm dyslexic, so my bad. And <laughs> <laughs> that's another thing that's wrong with you. Yeah. And, and if you sign up before April 30th, you can get a free mug from us. So there you go. You're also entitled to early releases, bonus content. Occasional episodes of the predecessor of this show called Down the Hole. Yes, you that, don't want to listen. That was to canceled for obviously re- obvious reasons. And we will send you bucks. Uh, no tender. The, we will send you bucks tender. Oh, page. I thought you said we were going to send them bucks. bucks. We're not going to send anybody money. No, we'll send you bucks tender page. You can check that out for him. Just tell us what you think. <laughs> going to get no replies. <laughs> it's, nothing will change, so you'll be all right. Oh, that's my insulin pump. <laughs> oh, God. So, you know... So, I've got dyslexic on one side, and the guy that's oh. fucking dying on the other side. I'm not dying. I just have diabetes and asthma, and I need more licorice and beer. And you're allergic to nuts. These and nuts. And you're allergic to every fucking thing else imaginable. Can you be any louder with that fucking Twizzlers wrapper? All right, let, let's, let's end this. We need to edit that part out. And now, from the basement from hell, the game show where there are absolutely no winners, employee number one, the Industrial Accident Podcast.
Mister, can little kids listen to this program? Fuck no there, Junior. This show's for adults only. Uh. Hello, and welcome to Employee Number One, the Industrial Accident Podcast. We have two contestants tonight with very different backgrounds. Contestant number one, would you like to introduce yourself? I am Ian McCracken. I swipe right constantly on Tinder, nonstop. And I am a flagman for the Grandparent Racing Association. I got a couple questions. What's the Grandparent Racing Association? Well, the Grandparent Racing Association is where you take mobility scooters, wire them with radio controls units, strap your grandparents in, and send them around the track. <laughs> well, I've done that before, but they ended up falling off the cliff. You strap them in. And I, my other question, what did you say your name was? Ian McCracken. Ian or Ian? Ian. McCracken. Yes, that sounds familiar. Well, my brother Phil was on the uh, other show and had such a good time, he recommended it to me. Oh, Phil McCracken. Yes, yeah. which brings me to the charity that I'm playing for also. It's the Phil and McCracken Gerbil Rescue. How many times have you met Richard Gere? Constantly. That guy is there all the time. Is it always the same gerbil? No. No, it's not. Well, so I, have, I have another question. How often do you get a match on Tinder? Never, never, ever. Damn. Contestant number two, looking mighty dashing in your black silk pajamas. Thank you. My grandma made them. My name is... You uh, Come on out to the track one night. She's small and nimble. She might be too good for you. My name is Victor Charlie. I specialize in digging tunnels, and I like to spend my free time climbing trees. Uh, tonight, I'm playing for my favorite charity, Properly Paved the Ho Chi Minh Trail. Properly paved the Ho Chi Minh Trail. How long is that trail? Too. Too Two. fucking long. All right. Fascinating, gentlemen. You know, if we pave it properly, we could have some races on there. Drag racing. Does that connect to the Great Wall of China? No. I thought you could evil Knievel that son of a bitch. I mean, if you're going fast enough, or if your grandma's going fast enough. Hey, enough with the chit-chat. Let's nibble the plaid off this sperm thermos. Tonight, we're going to do things a little differently. Oh, what? What? The fuck what was the say? intro you did? Oh, I didn't introduce myself. I'm David Blowy. Thanks for asking. All right. I got nothing. Due to feedback from our loyal studio audience, tonight's game of chance is spin the bottle. And I ain't in- kissing no fucking here, anyone. No, 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 no. So what, what the producers have done, they've pre-selected six stories. Ooh. I get to spin the bottle. This sounds like it's a rigged game. I've heard that before, but I don't think it's the case. We've got six stories with predefined titles. I spin the bottle, and whichever contestant it points at picks the category. Understood? Sure. I guess. Yeah. All right. Easy enough. We're going to fuck this all up. Should we use the thermos? Yeah. <laughs> you touch it, though. Just, I'm not touching it. Make sure the lid's on tight. <laughs> yeah. Contestant number one, Ian McCracken, sir. You get to choose from one of the following six categories. Fireman, forklift versus scooter. Forklift. Gas station number two. Gas station. Muzzle loader, rebar four, or security shoplift. Well, seeing as how this is employee number one, the industrial accident podcast, they kind of have a thing for... uh, 
Forklift. So I'm going to stay with the theme here and go with forklift. Forklift versus scooter. Is this a mobility scooter? No, 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 sir. Oh. Inspection number 111-958-179. California. And forklift, the twofer, absolutely. <laughs> Yuba City, California, to be exact. At about 7.30 p.m. on August 23, 1990, at a wood remanufacturing plant. I don't know what they do. Is that when they chew two-by-fours and spit toothpicks? or No idea. Oh, that's where they eat toothpicks and shit two-by-fours. Employee number one, a night watchman on the swing shift, was making his rounds on a small two-wheel Yamaha RAS motor scooter. And they have RAS in quotations. R-A-S-S. That sounds kind of like a fun job. In yeah, it does. <laughs> Just till around on a scooter all night. Get yeah. off your ass! As he left the north end of the chip bins, he traveled out into the path of a forklift, which was traveling at a normal speed, heading north in a forward direction. The forklift was not loaded. The sun was still shining. But the driver was. Therefore, <laughs> lighting was not a problem. Employee number one was hit by the right front side of the forklift and knocked forward. Oh, did he get run over? The forklift driver helped him up off his bike and then called 911. Picked him up off his ass. Employee number one was taken to... Oh, here's the name of a hospital for you. <laughs> right out. Emergency hospital. <laughs> right out. <laughs> and was treated and hospitalized for a compound... Com, what's Compound? Compound fracture... Of the lower left leg and a broken left ankle. Okay, Ian, that was your category. No fines, no penalties, no money for you. I spin the bottle again. And unbelievably, the bottle points at you again, Ian the Kraken. Well, it's definitely not like Tinder then. I'm having my lucky night. Obviously. Can't find anybody to play spin the bottle with, huh? No. Pick your next category, sir. Um, could I hear him one more time, please? Fireman, gas station number two, muzzle loader, rebar four, security shoplift. I'm going to go with security shoplift, please, David. You a fan of Better Call Saul, final season? I, I haven't seen any of them. I'm disappointed in you. I know. Inspection number 148-6321.015. Long Beach, California. Just can't get out of the Sunshine State. At the Cedar Liquor Junior Market. Cedar Liquor. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good name. Cedar Lickin' McCracken. Is that your sister? Cedar awesome. Lickter Fucker Lefter. At approximately 10.15 p.m. on July 23rd, 2020... An employee was working as a security guard at a neighborhood market. The store sold beer, wine, liquor, cigarettes, lottery tickets, and small clothing items such as panties. The Does employee it say panties? No, it just <laughs> says small clothing items. I'm a big fat bastard. Nothing I wear is small. The employee condoms. <laughs> yeah, <that's small. laughs> Blow me. The employee was stocking shelves behind the counter. An individual walked through the market and picked up a t-shirt and pair of socks. He picked up his pace as he neared the cashier and left the market without paying. The employee jumped over the counter and chased the suspect out of the market. Over a shitty t-shirt and some socks? Maybe he was going to come back into the store 
because it was a no shirt, no shoes type situation, and he needed Maybe. a bottle. Oh, yeah. He needed the bottle bad. So I was going to go in, rip off the shirt shoes, <laughs> put them on, come back in. Yeah, they didn't say if he was playing shirts or skins. No. The suspect got into his car to flee the scene. The employee jumped onto the hood of the suspect's car. Again, over a shirt and some socks. With the employee holding onto the hood, the suspect drove westbound on a major street. The suspect drove erratically, and the employee lost his grip. He was thrown into the eastbound lanes of the street, into opposite traffic, and struck by a car. (laughs) That motherfucker deserves to die. Let's be honest, man. (laughs) Traffic stopped, and emergency services were called. Paramedics from the Long Beach Fire Department... traffic stopped, and I'm guessing his heart did too. Well, we'll find out. Paramedics from... Is that your tender notification? Yeah. Paramedics from the Long Beach Fire Department, engine number three, arrived on the scene, as did members of the Long Beach Police Department. This message says, don't forget the Carmex. The paramedics made an initial attempt to revive the employee, but at approximately 10.43 p.m., they pronounced him dead. The Long Beach Police Department determined the incident to be a criminal act and began a homicide investigation. Well, no shit. The Los Angeles County Coroner took the employee's body to the coroner's department. Again, there, no they, shit. <laughs> they stood in a corner. They determined that the cause of death was due to blunt force injuries from vehicular homicide. On July 28, 2020, a representative of the employer notified the division of the accident. The division arrived at the store on August 3, 2020 to begin its investigation. What? What division? What division? Oh, probably the OSHA division. Oh. They didn't put it in all caps like the one and only true church or anything like that. They just said the division. <laughs> true church. All right. Um, Ian, well, I got good news and bad news for you, buddy. Well, wait, wait, one question. Did yeah. they ever recover the socks and shirt? Oh, they didn't say that. Because there's a chance the guy's death may have been in vain. We'll, we'll have to find that mugshot. So it never said that the other car stopped either. No. <laughs> Oh, that's true. Yeah, he could have just went yeah. slip sliding away. Yeah. <laughs> Slid off the hood in the fucking hood. What you were saying there, David? Good news and bad news. There are penalties involved, but the initial and current penalty match at $0. So, still no points. Let's spin the bottle again. Wait, so there's no penalties then? It's still under investigation, obviously. No, it's got a violation summary right here. No? Case status closed. Violation summary, initial penalty, zero. Current penalty, zero. I mean, it was a guy's damn fault, though. I mean, he shouldn't have chased after a guy over a fucking shirt and socks. The the violation ID is 01001 type other. Let me spin this son of a bitch. Contestant number two, Victor Charlie. About damn time. Feeling good? Feeling good. Okay, there are four categories left, sir. Which one do you choose? Can you repeat them again? I will repeat them again. Fireman. Gas station number two. Muzzle loader. Rebar four. Well, as we've established, there's some uh, running themes in this show. And rebar is one of them, so I'm going to go for rebar four. Rebar four. Another tender notification. <laughs> Liberal, Kansas. Is that where you're from? 
Liberal Kansas? Oh, you're from Pinko Commie fucking Kansas. Never mind. All right. Report ID. Oh, inspection number. 303-795-967. At approximately 4.20 p.m. on April 23rd, 2001. Yeah. Okay. Employee number one was delivering ready-mix concrete to a job site. Employee number one had backed up the truck mixer to an inclined slope, which sloped higher on the left rear passenger side of the vehicle, approximately three feet behind and to the rear driver's side of the vehicle. What was the incline of that slope there, David? It doesn't say. All right. Hang on there. God, there is just... This is a very long run on Simmons. Uh, Three feet behind and to the rear driver's side of the vehicle to the edge of the basement excavation. Once the wall forms were poured, employee number one got out of his truck to assist in topping off the wall forms by raking concrete down the truck chute. They say racking, but do you think they mean raking? I I don't know. I'm not that familiar with concrete chutes. Now, if it was the old poop chute, I could give you a little insight on that one. You you ever rack rack a lump down a poop chute? Due to the slope of the ground and the chute pinning mechanism on the truck, the chute could not be locked in place in such a manner as to mechanically maintain position of the chute. Another co-worker working on another truck on the northwest corner of the construction site went over to the truck to try to help employee number one. Got a loose chute. Can't have that. He came over to help him pack his chute. The second employee went back to the truck he was working on. Therefore, the subcontractor had to maintain control of the chute to get the ready-mix concrete to the desired location. And I will have you know, in a parathetical reference, they say this is common practice in the industry. Oh, good to know. Yeah. Good to know. As employee number one, racked, they spelled it racked again, it must be true, the concrete down the chute, the subcontractor apparently lost control of the chute. Employee number one (laughs) fell into the... (laughs) That has happened a couple of times. Employee number one fell into the excavation on the driver's side rear area of the truck and died when he was impaled on the rebar. Ooh. Speared him. I think anytime you hear rebar, you instantly think of impalement, though. On yeah. This particular show, yeah. Well, I should. I didn't finish the first sentence. It just says, you know, at approximately 4.28 p.m., <laughs> he died when he fell into a basement and uh, was impaled on protruding rebar. I'm glad you didn't read the first sentence. Yeah, I buried yeah, the lead yeah, on that to make yeah. it much more much more interesting and fascinating for the people at home. Yeah, we got to hear a whole lot about the shoot. <laughs> the okay. Shoot. Initial penalty. Uh, this was your category, Charlie. Yeah. Was the initial penalty five thousand dollars or six thousand dollars? I'm gonna go six thousand. Six thousand dollars. Very well done. Would you like double or nothing? Or should I let him have a shot at it? Well, he's had two shots already. Give me the fucking double or nothing. Okay. The current penalty was reduced. Was it reduced to $4,570 or 5000 Never mind. There's been an error in my calculation. 4000 Math is hard. <laughs> I-, I choose the first answer. Yeah, go with that one, the one you read. <laughs> <laughs> Not like a dead giveaway on a rigged fucking game, huh? $4,570 or $4,750? $4,750. You got it. You just Imagine doubled your money. That. Wow. Incredible work, sir. 
Can you see what's happening over here? <laughs> no. Yeah, I got a pretty good idea. I was squinting pretty hard, but I can't see anything. It was 420. <laughs> you finished some off over there? It's been in the bottle. Oh, Mr. McCracken. Yes, sir. It's your turn. Another tender note. Another tender note. <laughs> this one says, don't bring the Carmex. Oh, I think that beat means grinder anyway. That's not the tender. I wouldn't know either way. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like you know. Three categories to choose from, sir. Yeah, what will are. it be? Really? Yeah. Fireman. Gas station number two. Muzzle loader. I'm going to go with ass station number two. Gas station number two. That's what I said. <laughs> ass station number, number two. Number two. Inspection number 312-531-296. Let's see, where did this happen? Uh, Tucker, Georgia. They don't say if it's Peter Tucker. or Tur Well, yeah, I guess it wouldn't be Turd Pincher if it didn't say Pinch. I guess. On January 15th, 2010, employee number one was working at a gas station that was being prepared to reopen. An underground storage tank, UST, was being converted from storing gasoline to diesel fuel. fuel You'll have that. What's? You'll have that. Yep, the old presto change, old switcheroo. Fuel What's was involved in that exactly. Take the fuel out, put different fuel in. Well, you got to fill enough. You got to fill out a bunch of paperwork with the state. Well, I mean, it's Georgia. How much paperwork could they have? Fuckers can't read. Wow. Fuel was recently delivered to three of the four USTs. Employee number one was working in a manhole, disconnecting the vapor line for the diesel UST. From the common vapor line for the gasoline tanks. Okay, this makes sense now. This is what he had to do. Gasoline tanks have to meet vapor recovery requirements. Diesel doesn't. Diesel doesn't. All right. So they had all of the vent lines for the gas tanks manifolded to one, and the diesel one had its own. But now they have to switch around, and they need to make the other one diesel. Well, we sent the gas station dork off here. Yeah. Well, I mean, so they, you're, you're talking to two gas stations dorks right now. they got to split up the, the uh, yeah. vent lines. See? Uh, see? <laughs> that, I, I see. Guess it involves a grinder and some sparks. No, he wouldn't be that stupid. He was using a Sawzall to gut the vapor line. <laughs> an, ex <laughs> an explosion killed employee number one. All right. Well, All right. It's bad news for uh, employee number one and bad news for Ian McCracken. You picked another category with zero fines, zero penalties. Fair make, enough. Making room for them gerbils, aren't you? Yeah. I see how you I see how this is going. <laughs> Ooh, makes you dizzy watching that go to one right between you. Let me spin that again. Victor Charlie. Two got a two Victor Charlie. I don't know why I'll suddenly have a speech impediment. <laughs> two categories left. And what are those categories? Fireman and muzzle loader. You need a pen? I don't know big words, so I'm gonna go for the biggest word. Muzzle loader. Yeah, that one. And I pronounce it as two separate words, but it is typed as one word. Let's see if you How hit. How did he know the... it was one word? What? How did he know it was one word? What? How how did you know that was one word? Because I know what a muzzle loader is. But it's technically two words. It's, is it a compound word? It's not hyphenated. Yeah, it's a... Like, muzzle loader. Like skid yeah. steer. Yeah. Or uh, back front. 
<laughs> I don't think so. Inspection number 309-554-483. Rochester, New Hampshire. I think that's what NH means. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> On October 16th, 2006, employee number one was working for a retail storm. Storm? <laughs> 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 this here hurricane. Employee number one was working for a retail store at which firearms were sold. A co-worker had received a black diamond 50 caliber inline style muzzleloader at the counter. And that was one word. The customer indicated that it had been double loaded. That's two words. Oh, double loaded muzzle loader. There were three pellets of pyrodex, a sabotage slug, another three pellets of pyrodex. Is it pyro- a sabo? Is it a sabo? I think so. It's a plastic sleeve that goes around it, right? So it grabs the rifling and then. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Anyway, uh, that Welcome thing. Welcome to gun talk. And another three pellets of pyrodex and another slug on top of all that in the muzzle. Oh, God. It's a lot in your muzzle. Ooh, double loaded his muzzle. If only he had a hamster hook. The co-worker tried without success to remove the top bullet by using a bullet puller. But the polymer tip in the bullet was too hard (laughs) to drive the bullet puller into. He then asked... I know we're talking about guns here, but I seem to have a little bit of knowledge in this area as well. It kind of sounds familiar. I'm sure you do. All the tinder, isn't it? No, no, no. This is with the uh, Gerbil Rescue Foundation. Do they ever come out like the human centipede or... No, no. He then asked employee number one to attempt to clear the double load. I can't get you give it a shot. During this attempt, the weapon discharged, and employee number one sustained injuries to his hand or finger. Kid named Finger. You think, wouldn't, couldn't they tell? Employee <laughs> well, number... I mean, with, with that much shit in there, there's probably not much to left to look at. Employee number two, who was just entering the area, received a metal fragment in his eye. Neither employee number one nor employee number two were hospitalized. He took a fucking metal fragment to the eye, though. It was determined that neither employee who worked on the gun, and then they specify co-worker and employee number one, because employee number two was just an innocent bystander. He was an innocent (laughs) eye catcher. Uh, The people that worked on the gun... They didn't use water or solvent to deactivate the Pyrodex. Of course not. Why would you? Hmm? They didn't want to rust their barrel. (laughs) Do you think the initial penalty was $8,550 or $8,000? $8,550. $8,550. Boy, you are so good at this, I can't believe it. The The current penalty was reduced. You really want to take a chance on this, or do you want to let him have a stab at it? Fuck that guy. Ouch. Okay. Is the current penalty $7,550 or $7,000? $7,550. Well, you can't win them all. Yeah, I can. <laughs> he has been so far. It's not like it's a land war in Asia, for Christ's sake. Bottle stopping on Ian McCracken. Congratulations, sir. It looks like you get to finish out our fine program since there is only one category left. The category is firemen. Uh, what are the categories in? What? What are the categories again, David? 
fireman, and you don't have to pick one this time. It's the only one left. I'm going to pick fireman. <sighs> Inspection number 316-515-055. Auburn, California. Hey, I've been there. <laughs> so is employee number one, apparently. At approximately 5.40 p.m. on May 12, 2012, employee number one was working as a volunteer firefighter for the California Department of Forestry and Fire Protection, Cal Fire. And they did that on all the capital letters like it's an anagram, but that, those don't spell that. Is he, it like Cal Ranch stores? Cal Ranch, that's where they sell muzzleloaders. He was responding to an emergency call involving a vehicle crash that had occurred on westbound I-80 near Dutch Flat, California. Dutch runner. <laughs> Employee number one was extracting a dog from the camper shell of a pickup truck at the scene of an automobile accident. I think it's probably the same accident they just described. Employee number one secured the dog with a rope and lowered the truck's tailgate. The noise of the lowering tailgate, and certainly not the stress of just being in a fucking accident, possibly spooked the dog. Along <laughs> with a bunch of strangers in suits and fire outfits and everything. <laughs> fucking yeah. bright flashing lights, sirens, horns. Yeah. It had to be the tailgate. It had tailgate. to be the tailgate. Well, the dog bit employee number one on the middle finger of his right hand. You might say the fireman gave the dog the bird. The finger was amputated. Oh, fuck. Ooh. Um, we, we we talk a lot about PPE in this program. I'll have you know, employee number one was wearing full firefighting gear at the time of the accident, including gloves. Ooh, Jesus. Employee number one transported himself to an emergency room <laughs> where the finger was reattached. Oh, good. He was treated there and released at midnight that same evening. How'd they get the finger from the dog? That's a good question. Spit it out. <laughs> drop, drop it. Drop, drop it. Hmm. <laughs> Well, um, guess what, sir? Bad news for you again. No fine, no penalties. Fuck you, man. <laughs> I don't think you can say that on there. Bullshit. So let's hear the name of the losing charity. The Phil in McCracken Gerbil Rescue Service. <laughs> Gerbil Looks like Rescue Service. up. <laughs> yeah. All right, and the winning charity, Victor Charlie, was... Properly paved the Ho Chi Minh Trail. Properly paved the Ho Chi Minh Trail. Does that spell anything as an anagram? Not as far as I know. Put Ho I'm not good at English. No, but I think I just said some kind of Egyptian curse. <laughs> Thank you for playing, gentlemen. What, a, what an honor and a pleasure. And night-night, uh, keep your butthole tight. Good night. Later. Boy, I can't believe you, you didn't get anything. You didn't even get a, zero points. You got no points at all. Yeah, much like swipe right on Tinder. Fucked strike out every time. <laughs> Could not believe that. Maybe you should bring a gerbil next time. Who says I didn't? <gasps> He's packing.